We seriously just got done with week one. And I'm going to tell you right now, 95% of you do not need to be on the fucking trade block. Doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. It is Thursday, the 17th of September, which means we have a Thursday night football game tonight. Uh, this podcast is coming out a little bit late. going to keep this short. We will get to what I just brought up before the intro, um, but we're going to get through the Thursday night game just in case people don't care to listen <clears throat> like everybody else. Um and they want to focus on their showdown slates for tonight. So tonight we have Cincinnati at Cleveland. The lines opened up. Cleveland as a eight point fa- eight and a half point favorite, forty six over under. Uh, both lines dropped. Cleveland is a six point favorite. And on your sheets that just got sent out, uh, we'll say a forty three over under is actually forty four. That went up from uh, ten o'clock this morning. I didn't catch it. My apologies, not a big deal. Um, so we got Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield in this contest. I think this is going to be pretty straightforward. Um, Cincinnati's missing quite a few uh, defensive linemen, uh, which is going to bode well for the Cleveland Browns running game. I think that's uh, pretty pretty simple to, to see here. Um, which means that Cincinnati is going to be coming from behind. So we got to try and figure out what players we're going to be focusing on here. Um, we'll start with the Cleveland side before the Cincinnati. Uh, you will notice that I have updated the offensive DVOAs and the defensive DVOAs. Football Outsiders has new uh, numbers up. So uh, pretty much it's everything from week one. You'll find this all the way straight through. Uh, the Monday night contest. So when the full spreadsheet comes out tomorrow, uh, you will have updated data. Now we'll have to take it with a grain of salt. We'll talk through it when we insert players uh, for our first run for DFS uh, for Sunday. Uh, Yeah, you got your PFF offensive line matchup, uh, offensive line matchup advantages for both your pass and rush. Uh, added as well here. So uh, the only thing we need to watch is just Jarvis Landry, who is questionable. I do expect him to play. Uh, I believe every every indication is that he's going to play here. So not too worried about that. Like I said, we're going to probably, at least I'm going to focus on Cleveland Browns rushing game, um, whether or not that means Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. That's where we need to make our decision. Um, I don't think Cincinnati was stopping the running backs in the passing game nearly as much as the L.A. Chargers were stopping themselves. 
uh, having most of a lead for most of the game there. Uh, just more of a ground and pound type deal. Uh, Austin Eckler behind a pretty mediocre line is why you see a 13th, 13 in DVOA rush defense. So uh, better line with Cleveland here <clears throat> against uh, the Cincinnati front. Should be playing from ahead like, ahead, like I said. So I will invest in Nick Chubb. I'm only doing a single lineup tonight. I just don't have time to go through multiple lineups. Um, so I think I'm going to focus on Nick Chubb. I haven't decided yet on whether or not I'm going to go ahead and pair uh, with Kareem Hunt here. And it is quite possible that I do that, at least from the Cleveland side. Um, your DVOAs as far as against the Cincinnati secondary, they're going to reflect that the Cincinnati secondary is basically uh, top, you know, uh, top end as far as top half against the pass, but I'm not really going to buy into that too much. So I do have some interest in the in uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry here. Uh, I'm not going to really respect. <laughs> not going to. Thank you, Bobby Cables. Uh, not going to really respect uh, William Jackson th- the third or even Mackenzie Alexander against those two. Although Jarvis, I'd probably be a little bit uh, less interested in just because of that questionable tag um, in there. We do have our target sheet. I have not pulled that up. I should have done that. Uh, So I'm just trying to find the snap counts for um, the running backs here in uh, Chubb and Hunt. I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to insert this into the uh, target sheet, too. I kind of want to do the snap percentage and then do the target share within that snap percentage and the carry percentage. Um, Yeah, see, we did have, we do know that Nick Chubb had 10 attempts, rushing attempts, Kareem Hunt had 13. Uh, both were successful against the Ravens, but they were playing basically from behind. It's basically like they just pretty much gave up at some point, really. And the Ravens really weren't doing anything to try and stop them. So I'm not buying into that really all that much. Why is this not in fucking order? This is stupid. Okay, here we go. All right, so offensive snap percentage share. Uh, Nick Chubb was at 47.9, and then Kareem Hunt was at 49.3. So thirty-five, basically 35 offensive snaps for Nick Chubb, 36 for Kareem Hunt. So they were right, you know, neck and neck, basically a 50-50 split in there. So I think it's safe to actually play both. I don't know if anybody's going to re- – how many people are really going to play both. Like they're – Percentages might be high, but I don't. I don't think they're going to be high together. Um, could play the D. De- oh, I don't know if I really want to play that defense. I don't know if I really want to play that defense. Although I will say, okay, so the kicker. I'm just going to add them right below the defense in there, and just kind of give you 
uh, what the defense versus position ranking is. Uh, unfortunately, in the DVOA section because there's just space in there. So 4,400, you have Cody Parkey uh, for Cleveland. He's the new kicker uh, this week. They got rid of Austin Siebert. Yeah, he's only available on DK. He's not available on FanDuel. Uh, but the Bengals are tied for 24th. Take it with a grain of salt. Everything's going to be pretty close to being tied. Um, 24th in the league, allowing 10 points per game to the kicker position. Um, so I am kind of interested in the kickers. Uh, nothing at tight end interests me at all. Uh, wide receivers outside of maybe, maybe Beckham. I'm going to stay away from there. I don't have any interest in Baker Mayfield, to be completely honest with you. That's why I don't know. I might pull off of Odell Beckham. Um, we switch over to the Cincinnati side. Like I said, Cincinnati should be playing from behind. Um, I have heard, it's kind of funny. I've heard, I've heard some talk on the radio about, uh, fading Joe Burrow, but the thing of it is, is Cleveland really can't stop much either. Now the Ravens didn't run too much against them. They pretty much just put in, you know, Dobbins at the goal line, got the two touchdowns. Um, and there was a minimal amount of, uh, hmm. oh shit. Yeah. Um, minimal amount of work, uh, from Mark Ingram. They were playing from ahead. They pretty much passed, you know, all day, Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown. So, um, Lamar Jackson got the job done. He had, he had rushing yards and we did see that Joe Burrow was able to run against the LA chargers. So, he has a little bit of burst here um, as far as rushing game, and I do like a couple of his receivers. So I will probably take a shot on Joe Burrow. I don't know if I'm going MVP per se, but I might based on the fact that, you know, have to come from behind. It's it's quite possible that Cincinnati can win this game um, or at least make it closer than that six-point advantage that Cleveland is showing right now. Um, the other thing to possibly do is because they're going to be playing from behind is maybe take a shot on Joe Mixon or maybe even Gio Bernard in the passing game. Bernard would actually, actually would interest me as a uh, cheap option on DK at only $3,000 versus the 7,000 on, um, on FanDuel, so I have some interest here. DraftKings really screwed up their uh, uh, points per game thing. I don't know what they're doing here with Mixon. Why he's at 14.84. He shouldn't be at 14.84 because at 5.6 on FanDuel is closer to what he actually had. Um, if you are doing Joe Burrow, even if you're not, if you just want to take shots on uh, some of these offensive pieces. Now, there, there's some interest from people out there about C.J. Uzuma. Um, I am not one of them. It is quite possible that he could score a cheap touchdown. Very much so. Because the Cleveland Browns are, of course, going to be 31st in DVP rank. That's points allowed to the position uh, at 18.1. 25.1 or 21.6 and 25.1. Um, basically, just take that as standard half point PPR and full point PPR. 
if you're looking at why there's the three different numbers. Of course, DraftKings and FanDuel points per game, that's obvious. But uh, points allowed, we always just kind of accept it as uh, the standard or non-PPR. So, I mean, you can take a shot on Uzoma at 5,000. I think it's okay, but I'm not great. I'd probably rather just take a pivot shot on Gio Bernard, to be honest with you, at that price. Now, I do have some love for A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and quite possibly John Ross the third. John Ross the third would actually be your tight or uh, wide receiver three uh, versus T Higgins. They didn't really use him too much. They're kind of gonna. It, it's what I thought they were gonna probably ease Higgins in. Um, but John Ross would be your high flyer. So deeper shots and stuff. I'll probably take a shot on uh, maybe John Ross at fifty two hundred on DK seventy five hundred over on Fanduel uh, is a cheaper option here. It's probably what you're going to have to do to fit in the running backs if you're going to do the pairing up with Chubb and Hunt because that's going to cost you quite a bit of money. How much is that going to cost you? It's going to cost you about 15k on DK. It's going to cost you about 23k on FanDuel. So now we got to see who the hell we're going to do for MVP. Quite honestly, I'm probably, what the hell is going on here? Quite honestly, I'm probably looking at, might take a shot on Joe Burrow, to be honest with you. Joe Burrow, or he could go the old man, A.J. Green against Terrence Mitchell. It's a very good matchup. I kind of, that's why I kind of like, there's some people off of Tyler Boyd too because he didn't do much in his first game. Um, But he's going against Tavier Thomas. Now these two corners that I'm talking about are in because uh, both cornerbacks, uh, Kevin Johnson and Greedy Williams are both out. Kevin Johnson's going to be out for a little bit, I think, because of uh, liver issues. So um, be careful with that. Oh, let's see here. Cleveland, let's take a look at their target percentage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Odell had a 26% uh, target share, so he's definitely, definitely, definitely Mayfield's guy here. Yeah, Hooper, we marked David and Joku on IR. Uh, they didn't do much in there. Let's go to Cincinnati. I want to see what these target percentages are. Yeah, Joe Burrow, just so you know, he had eight rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Joe Mixon wasn't used much in the passing game at only 6%. Now, see, Gio Bernard had five targets and four receptions for 21 yards, so it's a 14% target share. When Bernard is in there... Yeah, he had one rush for seven yards. Yeah, see, I think you might be able to use Bernard as a piv- as a pivot. I might take a shot there. Wide receivers, um, AJ Green did have nine targets. Uh, he dropped. He missed out on a couple of passes. He missed out on one that would have went for a longer touchdown. Uh, nine targets, five receptions, fifty-one yards. Uh, 25% target share. Tyler Boyd had a 14% uh, 
uh, tied with uh, target share, tied with John Ross actually at five. Um, connecting a little bit more with Boyd here uh, for four receptions, John Ross with two. So, like I said, John Ross is going to be the kind of like that high, that high risk, high reward type deal there. Uzoma had uh, five targets, good for a 14% target share. So he tied Boyd and he tied Ross. Uh, four receptions, 45 yards. So maybe Uzoma isn't that bad of an option here. Um, I know the props out there for uh, tight end Uzoma is only like at, I can't remember. I think it was 21 yards of receiving. So if you could do any prop betting, take the over on Uzoma. That's not mine. I took that completely from Sirius. That's that was Guru's thing, and then uh, Ratcliffe kind of uh, cemented it as a good bet. So, yeah, I think AJ Green. I would pair Joe Burrow with AJ Green, and then you can make a decision here on whether or not you're going to use Boyd or Ross. Uh, any value Bengals would be Bernard or Uzoma. I think, God, I like Bernard a little bit better than Uzoma, to be honest with you. But they're down near the goal line. I can see it. Odell Beckham, of course, is going to be highly targeted no matter what. Um, but I would expect them to go high ground and pound. Um, so if you're going to use anybody, if you're going to make your decision you know, between Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and then use another Bengal, or uh, my bad, use another Brown, I would probably just stick with Odell Beckham there. I'm, I don't think I'm touching Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong there. Kickers are in play. Um, ooh. Uh, Brown's tied for 14th place in the league, allowing eight points per game to the kicker position. So, just kind of, if you're going to use the kickers, just kind of decide if any of these players can actually, um, and that's Randy Bullock, you'll actually, you can use him on FanDuel. Um, so you need to really kind of decide on whether or not the players, as far as wide receivers, tight end, running back, any of the little, you know, little piddlier guys, if they're going to outscore the kicker or not, and just kind of make your decision on that. Um, this could be a slow, a slower game, at least out of the gate for the first half. So I don't hate kickers. Um, but I, trust me, I'm more of a touchdown upside type guy. So, but I mean, defenses are definitely in play for both. Bengals are allowing, are 28th in DVP, allowing points to opposing defenses. On the other hand, 30th from the Browns in defensive points allowed to the opposing team. That could be a trap, though, too. I mean, really, how high are we really on these teams to begin with? So maybe just kind of go towards the, you know, plan for an offensive game. Uh, maybe going over that 40, what is it at, 42, 44? It's probably a pretty good number. I'd plan, though, for that to kind of go over just because these defenses really are not that good. 
And I'd have a hard time trusting that, especially in my single-game contest. I'm probably going to pass that up. So that's kind of my thoughts and feelings. I know I'm kind of always all over trying to talk these things through. But uh, I, I would expect that Cleveland's going to have success with the running game, get ahead, and then the Bengals are going to have to play from behind. So you got the plays. Good luck with that one. Um, I will be available till about five, so well five thirty six. Let's just say so another two hours probably from when this podcast drops. Um, I try to get out as much as possible towards game time. I'm still working on spreadsheet, anyways. So <clears throat> the rant at the be or the little drop right before the intro music hit. Let me say something here. I know I got pissy, and I know you could tell that I was pissed off in the chat, and there was a couple of people that dropped uh, trade offers towards me, and I kind of got pissy with them. Apologize, it's nothing personal. Just listen to me here. I've had four different trade requests this week, or not requests, but um, questions about J.K. Dobbins. We talk about this all the time with trades. You need to evaluate whether or not you can afford to lose a running back that has the potential to start if his starter gets hurt. Especially a rookie in Dobbins, who I wasn't really high on, if you listened all the way through the preseason. But with the offense that he's in, it's a really good spot. So I'm re- I'm going to be reluctant to trade that ever, ever, because you probably spent a higher than usual pick on a backup running back. Depends on your it depends on your league. Almost all my leagues that I'm in, smarter you know the the whole the group as a whole is smarter, uh, more in tune. So Dobbins would have been. You know, roughly sixth round, maybe early seventh. So when somebody offers you a trade, especially the Mark Ingram owner, I'm sorry, the captain manager, the Mike Mark Ingram manager. I hate this shit. I'm not. I fuck it. I'm not. I don't even care. But when that owner comes to you, I'm a Mark Ingram owner. I'm not going after Dobbins whatsoever. The reason being is because if the Dobbins owner is smart, you're going to want to hold on to him. Ingram has a history of missing a game or two. So it's quite possible that if Dobbins starts in those games, he's going to go off if it happens to be the correct matchup. Follow me? So I want that person to have to pay through the roof. Not a first round, not a second round type player. But 
I would want a player that was a fourth or fifth rounder, preferably fourth or a guy at least in those rounds that could come off as, say, you know, usually it's wide receiver, you know, that's getting traded or that they're willing to trade. So it would be it would be a guy that you would draft in the fourth round, fifth round, let's say like DK Metcalf, a guy with higher upside, a guy who has the potential to maybe sneak in as a wide receiver one or at least be a high-end wide receiver two. Because if you want me to help you cover your ass, I'm going to make you pay for it. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that'll go, well, you know, sometimes it's worth it to lose a trade uh, to get, you know, what you want. Well, I'm not the one who's selling, you know, trying to get rid of Dobbins. I have somebody who's trying to acquire Dobbins. I'm not the aggressor. Your league mate is the aggressor. Unless, of course, you're shopping Dobbins around. Now, if you're going to get rid of Dobbins in this equation too, what's the makeup of your team? How many running backs do you have versus how many wide receivers? Because if you, and I've talked to this with a few people, you need to decide if you trade away J.K. Dobbins if you're going to be covered. Is your depth good, okay, or is it bad? Because if it's okay, you're probably actually leaning towards bad. You have to use your instincts. You have to use your information that you have from your own team. You need to look at your team and go, am I covered? Let alone, maybe you do get a, a decent wide receiver offer. What's the quality of your wide receiver core? Because I've seen some teams with really good wide receiving cores and I'm asking myself, why do you, why are you trying to get another wide receiver? Granted, maybe the guy's got some upside, but it's not consistent upside from some of the guys. Your consistent guys are more of your fourth rounders. Not a not a guy in the range of Marquise Brown, uh Will Fuller, guys like that. Stop making trying to make trades just for the sake of making trades. Even if you're the most dominant player in your league, what's going to happen is you're going to end up making that one transaction one too many times. And then karma is going to hit you. And you're going to start losing players. And you're not going to be covered. And you're going to be spending fab. 
or you're low on waiver priority and you can't make it up. You're not playing for right now. You're playing for the end game. The playoffs, a shot at the title. Some of this might be driven by being 0-1. Don't panic. I have two teams that are 0-1. The worst thing you can do is panic, trade, drop people that should not be dropped to pick up lesser pieces because they either had a good week or you gave up on a piece that you just shouldn't have. My anger is at 10% right now. So if I came off really strong, that's only 10% of how pissed off I can get. I'm a powder keg waiting to explode if shit like this keeps going on. It's not that I don't want to answer your question. But at the very least, I don't want... What do you think of this for this? The question should start out with... All right. My full PPR... I'm being offered this and this. Right now, I have this many running backs, this many wide receivers. Uh, I believe my quality of running back is strong or my wide receivers are weak. And so I'm thinking this is a good deal to strengthen this side. Because then we can go through it. It makes more sense if you have a question on it. I've had 15 trade questions this week. Stop it. Relax. Fantasy football isn't that hard. Don't screw it up by playing around now. We still have three months until the playoffs begin, and then that's when we kick everybody's ass. But we got to make it there. Let's not screw up our teams before we get there. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and I'll talk to you guys later. Venmo here. Do 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 Okay, zero balance. The fuck. Let's check. Let's check the. All right, maybe everybody went to PayPal.
Zero balance? What the fuck? I'm tired of making these people money and then I don't get paid for it. Fucking A. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.